so clearly that the two genders that existed were hot mommy and pretty boy. And we are now back to binary. <laughs> I told her, I said, I guess we're back to binary shit. <laughs> Kinsey has now said that she's non-binary. Mm-hmm. Yep. She What's is. your pronouns? She can have she, her pronouns still be non-binary. That's, okay. uh, that's why I asked. I'm, I'm fully <laughs> confident that I am. Yeah, I was I was talking to her. What did she I say was today? telling me? And I was like, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's like, what I thought it was mm-hmm. supposed to be. Like, Normally. even if she likes to dress feminine or present feminine, doesn't mean that she has to be female. That is like saying a male cannot dress feminine. I like how you try to get me, even though I was going to say if her pronouns were <laughs> she, her, I was still going to be full like, accepted. Hey, her pronouns And I'm like, exactly. <laughs> I was ready. I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like the bitches we work with. Testing. How can you be both? You can't mm-hmm. be both. It would have been different if I was like, so your pronouns, are they them now? Like, I, I, I asked. I asked. Yeah, so, so Taylor, are you non-binary too or no? No, I'm a woman. <laughs> You're a woman, really? Taylor mm-hmm. is confident in that. Mm, that's pretty really cool. I, no, I'm I just, fluid between strawberry woman and goth woman. When I decided that I was non-binary, I remember telling Kaylin, she was like, good for you. She's like, I'm I'm a woman. I'm female. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, said, she's like, I, I know. I, I'm a woman. Because I was in that weird, like, I think that I'm non-binary. And you were just like, I know that I am a woman. So good for you, Mariah, for figuring that out. <laughs> I'm confident in mine. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you obviously said it was like a nice place that wasn't like bad but it was just so funny because you were just like i know for a fact that i'm a woman i was like mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like everybody thinks about that at least once when they like kind of discover what gender identity mm-hmm. is because even when i see somebody decide that they are uh transition i'm like what is transitioning and then i explain it to myself and i'm like am i and i try to insert myself into like it's like a force field you're like i can't access that one fluid non-binary I was like woman. <laughs> oh my gosh, makes sense. Makes sense. It's the it's the LGBT. It's the it's the gay to uh, mm-hmm. sexuality to or what's the word? It's the this is the pipeline. It's the sexuality to the gender identity pipeline. Yep, <laughs> understandable. So you know I'm so woman that I just want us. women. <laughs> I guess that wow. Okay. I mean, you know what? Good for you. That's how much I love women. I love being a woman. I love I women. love being a woman. <laughs> Kinsey, are you concerned? What's happening? I'm just listening. Kinsey's like, but you're the with a man. The internalized homophobia over there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not homophobic. How can I be homophobic? If I like boobies. My bitch is gay. Mm-hmm. Did you Did you guys see the boobies in the movie? We can't uh, talk yes. about it yet. Hold on. We did, but... Who is... Uh... <laughs> You're listening to Postcard Depression, where we talk about this week's current hyperfixation. My name's Mariah, and my fun fact is that Kinsey and I switched seats today without my uh, consent. <laughs> consent. <laughs> my name's Kinsey, and my fun fact is that I would be a vampire if we were in a fantastical world. You would. And you all know that. Mm-hmm. My name is Kaylin. My fun fact is we found the scenes from the outsiders that we were supposed to watch yeah we did and um i was not crazy mariah was not crazy but for a second there we all thought we were crazy because every streaming platform didn't have it did not have these scenes and not only did we uh wait we youtube some of them we youtube it was all on youtube but but there was like one scene you were like i gotta go get my dvd for it wasn't on the dvd someone tweeted the scene jeez oh yeah. yeah so Dang. Just to let you guys know, <laughs> HBO. Kaylin, oh my God, <laughs> the <laughs> chips! Uh, you've missed out on uh, Kinsey and I now figuring out our human design. I've been on this human design kick for a while. Actually, uh, human design. First of all, oh. I talked about my human design 
quite a while ago. I've, and I nah, and I read you mine, and I was like, you should look yours I've, up. I knew mine up, before this. I'm not shut, like just missing you. And I was like, you should totally check it out. And then randomly, she got on my human design Twitter, and she N- she has been talking about. Talking it. About I've that? known about my human design. You're talking about like the pair for a while. Kaylin had showed me more, or Kenzie had shown me more than what I knew. But I knew I, about it. I'm not it. saying I 100% introduced you to Is this the elegant her? natural shit? No. no we'll that's, get, we'll that's, 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 actually, that's, that's how we become baddies. That's a different a conversation. <laughs> um, but I, a couple months ago, had that app that I told you I said you should get. You can see it for seven days, for three days free. So your My Human Design is, it looks like this. is almost exactly like your we, natal we chart, but it's a different way of thinking. So it's based off of the time you were born, and it talks about how you, like, basically show up in the world and what works best for you if you want to be productive or aka happy in your life okay so Mariah's a manifester i'm a manifester generator Dang. and is she a manifester generator mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. i looked yours yes. up so because Mariah's is a manifester that means this is just one important part of the, the oh yeah there's, there's several a lot. parts you have your lines you have you're the name of your lines which i'm the hermit heretic you're the something martyr what was the word before it mm what's mine i don't know probably yours. the same oh it could be similar to Kinsey's. it could be similar to mine but it depends we'd have to look but anyways, it what's the difference between a manifester and a manifest so let's the, just start with that because that's easy yeah. so you explain what a manifester is like because uh, that's what you are bitch yeah well i i don't know how to explain like because then I'll, I'll explain it okay I'm okay <laughs> what? You I, were, there, but I didn't know how you I, said you don't know how to explain it i don't know how you want me to explain it without explaining yours <laughs> do you want me to explain it or not? i didn't know how you wanted me to explain it without explaining yours because oh. I can't really like I can tell you the difference because you have like Hand a slight mic, difference Kinsey. in yours. Hand her, just for a second. Are you sure? <laughs> okay, you can tell it. But I didn't know if you want me to not touch on yours at all. Because yours is a mix of both of them. Yeah, it is a mix of both. So basically the, the difference between the manifester and the manifest generator is that the manifester is supposed to like basically have like faith in that things will work out like or no, I'm sorry. The generator is supposed to have faith that things will work out. And then they just and happen. Then, and it should just happen. It's like very much like you're like, um, yeah, you know, I really want to, I think use the example, meet Nicholas Cole. Yeah. So I'll just like mind my business, do my artsy arts. Um, and, you know, maybe somebody will comment on my art and then that person will know Nicholas Cole and then Nicholas Cole will see my art and then Nicholas Cole will contact me. Because it'll be on their Twitter. Even yeah. though all she did was just vibe out, you know. Literally me with the fucking Barbie Pegasus so, when I was hyper fixating on it the night before and then I went to Goodwill mm-hmm. the next day. So then the manifester is very much like you have to take steps towards it so if i was like i want to meet nicholas cole what would i do would be like to contact the i bitch. would have to contact him or contact something that will get me to him and i would have to take little steps in hopes that, that manifestation will come true like i saw this st- i have to start the wheel basically the wheel is already turning for a generator but the manifester has to start it and the most important part of the manifester is you have to inform so like for instance how we were talking about like if i move out like i have to make sure i'm informing the people that this is going to affect to ease the transition well, the, the biggest difference between them both, too, is so I'm not just a generator. I'm a manifester generator. But the generator aspect is what makes it so much different from Raya, who's just mm-hmm. a manifester. As a manifester, although she specifically is ruled by her solar plexus, which means her emotions, um, that means that she needs to respond to her emotions. Because she's a manifester, whether she feels, let's say she wanted to, to reach out to Kid Quill to be his graphic designer. If she feels not good enough about it, it doesn't matter. She needs to do it anyways. Yeah, the, because the by by reaching out directly mm-hmm. is how she will manifest it. 
Yeah, we this don't girl manifest. on Twitter I was talking about was saying that it's like as well, a manifester or a manifest generator, like you are never going to feel a hundred percent ready for a step. They're like, you need to really sit there and think about it. Mm-hmm. You will only feel eighty percent, but your eighty percent has to be your hundred percent because yeah. you'll never feel a hundred percent. So now the difference with mine is that if I was a pure generator, then I would purely never manifest. I would just only do things because they feel good um and things just work out but because i'm a manifester generator i do a mix of both so i need to tell people about my ideas just like the way manifestors do like right i'm a kaylin i'm starting this art business on etsy and i want you to help me hold me accountable for the next week or just talk to me about it help me brainstorm but i should as a generator i should be doing it based off of what i emotionally feel compelled to do they said that generators feel so impatient and impulsive and that they feel like they need to be in a certain place at a certain time so when they force themselves to do something they burn themselves out compared to if they just work on um like mm-hmm. inspiration if they just worked on inspiration their inspiration will lead them to the field of work that will make them work all the time Honestly, do you get what i'm saying since i you know started my adult life because that's kind of where my life really began if we want to be honest people um i would say that it felt very much like a a hound sniffing out like intuitively where to go with it being still super vague and like making very split second or impatient decisions about where to go and i feel like each one of those decisions and I, that's just what everybody says in life they're like oh i i wouldn't change anything about my past because it wouldn't have gotten me to where i am today but like it felt like a bit of that like what when i was making those choices it, i was driving up here like the intuitive like that's how it felt to me the manifest generator description you just said on how but I you got can you probably notice where you fucked yourself over where you would be overproductive or work in directions that were not emotionally <clears throat> aligned with you mm-hmm. so like for your teachers you wanted to impress them so you didn't focus for quite a while in, in animation you didn't focus on the things that made you happy and you focused on how to be a good animator in their eyes mm-hmm. and then it burned you out and then you realized that when you drew werewolves and unicorns that you wanted <laughs> to work 10 hours a day and that's because they mm-hmm. said generators will be more productive when they do what they emotionally want to be doing. Mm. Well, I also am talking about, like, even the choosing to leave uh, Alabama, the college I was going to first, like, that was a very intuitive decision because, you know, the generator answer, like, without the manifestor would have just been to stay there because it would have been free and I would have had a degree and well not even that saying no, like, even if you generated, if you, the generator could have been like even if you chose to stay there something would have happened to make you leave because that's yes. what you wanted so the way manifestors work oh. technically since we're manifestor generators we have both sides so how about we just explain the difference between a manifestor and a generator instead of a mix if you're a manifestor if you want to get out of the shithole that you're in you have to make direct contact with something as a generator you have to make small steps that eventually just leads you to what you want to do. For uh, example, when I was in high school... That makes sense. I did I not understand give, that the first time you guys pitched it. When I was in high school, I didn't give a fuck about looking at colleges because it overwhelmed me and it scared me. And that's how I emotionally felt. So I fucking didn't. I didn't look at colleges until my spring semester of my senior year. You know why I looked at a college? One, I felt pressure too, so I went at Kent. And I paid attention to how I emotionally felt at Kent. I was like, no. And then I remembered CIA because Miranda... Because this bitch said she wanted to go. Um... And I was like, oh, I was Wait. like, that's another school. And it's, an, last name. and it's an art school. I was like, so I don't even know if I'm going to get in. I don't even know if I'll like it, but I'll go do a, what's it called? Where you, where you walk around? A tour. A tour. And I had not made any solidified decisions about the school. I was just like, let's just see what happens. And that's the generator mindset. Let's just see what happens, but in the direction of things you like. So I was like, I like art school. 
It looks like a cool building, and they have really cool studios. That's all I knew. But mm-hmm. manifestors have to inform themselves about everything before they make decisions. Well, it's not everything. That was a different a, part a of my chart. A lot of that things. That. A lot of things. But manifestors are like that, too, because the only way they directly make contact with something is when they research a lot about it. You know, it was even saying, like, even if I'm contacting someone who could get me that contact, it doesn't have to be, like, direct with that person. I know, but most of the time it's faster than a generator. Yeah. A generator will start doing something that they don't entirely know how to do. Mm-hmm. Like the manifestors are kind of better at researching a topic in depth. Like if Ryan and I were both uh, graphic designers, like, of course, I'm not saying that she would just need to contact one person in her life and she'd be set for life. But I'm saying like the way she contacts other people might be a quicker straight shot compared to how I might just like intuitively float around and it takes me to where I magically needed to go. Yeah. And I've always described my life as I've never just really thought about it. It just where I, I do have the manifestor part, though. It's the mix. Well, so I do talk I told, about what I want. But I also just kind of happen to yeah. get there. They but said girl, the informed part you, was like, the most important part. Mm-hmm. I know you guys like had to fill me in on parts I didn't know. But that's what I'm telling you. My experience with leaving UWA was very similar to you going to CIA. Because I didn't even get accepted into CIA when I chose to drop UWA mm-hmm. and send my emails. Like, I was... I, I was like, that's what I want to do. I'm going to start going in that direction magically. And, a, girl, I could have not gotten fucking a, accepted and had to go somewhere else here in Ohio. or like. And that makes sense Alabama. for a manifest generator for you to have done that. And I'm sure you yeah, also like the, went about telling like people, like, I'm thought. doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, the manifest I didn't even have a tour. I, I looked online mm-hmm. and I was like, this looks like a really cool school. But, yeah, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. I also think that it. it really reflects your like your astrological chart really well. Even this, oh, this girl, I, well. I need to send you this girl on Twitter that I was reading, but she was talking about, like, Virgo Risings and how they very much scream manifest energy. Oh, absolutely. And I think that, like, even just parts when we were reading more into detail about it, I was like, that feels like my chart. Like, when I read my chart, and it tells me that shit all the time. Well, look yours up, and you'll, we'll read you your things. It also talks about what to notice oh, when, I have you some are, of when you are unaligned in your life. So, because Ryan and I are both solar plexus ruled, which so are you, um, the feeling of frustration is a sign that you are not living the life you need to live. Like, literally, feeling frustrated like you've tried everything and everything's not working. Well, for you, that's not how things are supposed to go. Things are supposed to work if you're doing things the method yeah. that they're asking you to do, which means you're not doing the method that a manifestor generator needs to I do. I have your, your strategy is to respond. Your Just not like self theme is frustration. Uh, my, my strategy is to it's, inform. Oh, really? Oh, mine's to respond. So you respond to your emotions or your environment. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, yeah. And then your your not self theme was frustration and your profile is three five like Kinsey's. I have a two five. Oh, um, and the cool thing is, is since her strategy is to inform her profile talked about how she will get things done when she tells people what to do. But her biggest resistance will be people who tell her she can't do it. Yeah. Doesn't that so, sound like my astrological chart and like my whole so life? When Remember when comes, I was like, I'm going to be a fashion designer. Uh, no, you're not. So yeah. when she comes to us and said, I want to start a podcast and both you and I responded emotionally, I would like to do a podcast too. That gave her the confidence to move forward. And that gave us the interest to want to go along. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, what was I going to say? what's a brand new i literally just came across this girl on twitter like a week ago and i just sent it to kinsey like two days ago and i've been reading all her fucking tweets she's super cool and i have to see the other person i follow or i follow they have a lot of stuff with astrology and human design interchangeably ryan and i are basically astrologers at this point i taught her natal chart she's gonna teach me more about human design and we're doing spells and shit yep so So watch out we can come for you not you the listeners (laughs) <laughs> listeners better listen to our podcast well kaylin what's up well what did uh what did you have us watch this week dude 
I don't fucking know. <laughs> okay. What what did I make you guys watch this week? Some movie you said you watched when you were a child. Yeah, Colin was watching some of it with me, and to he be said, watching it. "Yeah, he told me I should have not been watching." I literally that looked at Kinsey the first pair of titties. I was Wait, like, "Say what? the How title of the movie because I have a lot to say about this fucking movie." Okay, <laughs> uh, we watched the interview. Uh, in in <laughs> we watched an interview with a vampire. I think it's an is it with an the or with interview a? with a vampire okay. or. Yeah, it's not the interview. It's an interview. An interview with the vampire. <laughs> Be sure. Well, there's a there's a TV show that's out right now, like a spinoff of it. I that's called that. Interview with the Vampire, I think, or it's like one or the other. It's either Interview with the. I saw or that. Interview I was like, well, who the, the fuck are you? I was like, hope they don't watch the wrong thing tonight. But I, you said Let nineteen. Let me something. start this off yeah. with two points. This movie was phenomenal. I don't care what you have to say. Number two, why the fuck were you watching it as a child? Yeah, you should because not because it was quite that. inappropriate Very for watching it that young. Brad Pitt. Age hot but you I shouldn't have been watching Phantom it the opera i would have allowed you to watch over yeah. this movie yeah um mm-hmm. so we saw not one but two pairs of titties not one but two a little bit of family drama and i'm not gonna say who because we're on pod talk and even if they find pod it talk. this family member does not matter enough that like mm-hmm. if they figure out it's them whatever they allow children to watch movies they should not be watching that is why one of my you know other family members i feel like is a little desensitized mm-hmm. to life um but that's um I watched a lot of stuff I was not supposed to be watching at a young age. Literally with this adult in the room while I was a child. <laughs> My but you know what? This movie no horror films. Kids over here watching titties on the screen. Yeah, every time there's so many scenes where I'd say, "My, she watched this yeah, as a I child." I would look up at Kinsey and I was like, like "Kaylin watched this." As first a of all, kid. watching Phantom of the Opera at like ten, nine was already provocative. I was already like, "Ooh, mm-hmm. uh, you were saying straight up titties." Yeah, how in old here? were you? Thirteen. That's what I thought. That's why. Luckily, I there's no sex scenes in this movie, yeah. so I can. That's like, the first time I saw a full frontal pussy, though. But like, <laughs> fuzzy pussy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Holy crap! There was a lot. There was like an imagery specifically that I was like, "Oh, she was too young." Yes. Yeah. yeah. Listen, the bar was low for little kid me. Well, you know, I remember all the films that I would fucking go back to to see boobies when I was like. Me you're too. Just pers- you're just proving these conservative assholes right. You're like, that's why we shouldn't show our kids these things. Hey, listen, half, turn of your daughters half, of yeah. <laughs> half of the movies are from conservative libraries. Well, you're not that, wrong. that had titties. Yeah, I forgot. Roadhouse? I forgot only seeing two women kiss makes you gay, not seeing a pair of titties at 13. Yeah, the thing is, they, <laughs> they had loopholes where men could yeah, still see I forgot. titties. You know what I'm yeah, There's one men. on the tip of my tongue, but it's a football movie and the teacher's a stripper. Uh, tip of my tongue. I don't know. Uh, that sounds but, uh, conservative, though, doesn't uh, it? Can I would like you to ask us questions about this movie because we love yeah, the movie. Yeah, we liked it a lot. Okay. Well, first um, of all, let me previous. We love vampires. I love Yes. Va- Kinsey loves vampires because they're hot. I love vampire lore. I think that there's always hey, a hey, twist. Hey. <laughs> I said I, I literally <laughs> I know, agree with you. I love vampire lore, I but I love... Was she I will say the first time I watched it, I was a lot more into it than the second time I watched it, and I think it is purely the concept of the... which. I actually thought it was cool when I was a kid. I was like, whoa, because I was a kid. Like, a kid, like, child that's so sad that, like, she can't grow up. But, like, we'll get to that in a second. Watching it as an adult, I felt like some of the scenes just weren't necessary, even if they were trying to push that, like, oh, well, she's not a child in her mind. Like, it gets into Paimon (laughs) territory. You're focusing on the wrong character. The main character is Louie. Did you know that this Mm -hmm. movie's gay? This movie's gay. Did Did you know know that? that? Have you even read the book? We didn't read the book. I was already going to get... I was... (laughs) Listen. Kaylin, he's gay with Lestat. 
They have it's sex. It's a queer movie. It's automatically on the top ten. <laughs> we literally I read... already was going to get to the queer oh, parts. Oh, okay. We're just making sure. Because I was like, like, if Kaylin doesn't no. like this movie, why? It's because she's homophobic. She like it? It's because she's homophobic. <laughs> no, I, it's good. I felt like kind of the conversation we had about the 80s and the way it was filmed. Yeah. Like, it was the 90s, and so, like, all the women were victims, which, like, when I was a kid, I didn't care. I was like, oh, my God, vampires. Like, Kyber yeah. water. Uh, all the what do you mean all the women were victims like they got like, killed like there was no like woman vampire like oh there was a, like, there was one yeah she there's a little girl no 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 there <laughs> no. was one in the the little fake Volturi setup she oh, was a yeah. redhead yeah but like I'm okay Volturi hold on I was just saying that like all the women had to be very sexually killed off which like that is a vampire-y like what, thing but Kaylin they want they listen the reason they liked blood is because of the taste and because it was warm and they can how can you make easily. somebody the warmest you can before you kill them mm-hmm. you turn them on you ding dong okay like okay, i see you like, think wait. it's just to make them sexual but there's science behind it and, and because and vampires are supposed to be able to seduce people easily yeah that's how women. they would kill people okay. fa- easy bro i'm just saying when i watched it the she second time and as an adult listen i just mm-hmm. i thought like the little kid kiss scene i thought that was weird we i thought in. like listen wait till we get to those parts. <laughs> we can cut to this part but you guys are already questioning me like it, well, we're questioning, we're like, questioning technically what happened at the beginning. Like no, him, him with the, the woman is very early. Let's start at the beginning. Oh yeah, so Brad Pitt okay, let me, exists. Let, let's start. You can even and you whatever let parts. us talk oh, about it because you showed it. Yeah, no, I will. I just you were asking me questions, so I was answering them. <laughs> so listen. Yeah. Um, if you want to cut that and begin, it's fine. It, I don't care. It's fine. Okay. Um. So what you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's how you said it. Really funny, Kayla. <laughs> Listen, we're, la- we're laughing with you. <laughs> Leo Mercury. Crunchy, okay. crunchy. Crunchy, crunchy. <laughs> Chill out. It's good. Sprinkle, sprinkle. I'm right. Sprinkle, sprinkle. So what did you guys think of the film? You said you read the book? No. No, we didn't. Okay. We're going, we're going <laughs> to, I looked though. up the book on articles. We're going to. To Because here's the thing. Uh, Mariah can say what her response is. Obviously, we're going to go into depth about all the things we all, what we liked about the movie. But overall, when I was watching the movie... I thought they were flirting with each other at the beginning, but it was not enough for me to confirm mm-hmm. that they were gay because they never mm-hmm. would kiss each other. But he he would refer to him as his partner and that he wanted him for a lifetime partner. So I didn't think it was romantic, but I also thought, why are you looking for a man partner? So I, I kind of thought it was gay. But until we got to the end where Claudia was dead um, and the Armand. Armand was flirting with him, mm-hmm. I was like, they're for that sure was- gay. Like that was the confirming. They would and I was get like, so close to each so, other. Mm-hmm. So then I started thinking. I was he like, was like, I would I want like, you if I wanted to, I but like, I don't. So is Lestat gay? Because he kind of acted similar. And not he was as, even not like, where's her parents? I will say that Lestat did not act as thirsty as Armand did, at least in the scenes that they showed. Where Armand was like, so did Lestat shed a tear when he made you? The whole point of why I was confused if they were gay in the beginning is because they didn't make Lestat yeah. as flirty as Armand was. So then when I started seeing how they were talking to each other when Lestat was, you know, like, crippled in that house and mm-hmm. he was like officially breaking up with him he's like i just want you i was like this is gay and then i completely had a different opinion about the whole movie and our main character is bisexual mm-hmm. he's into women and men and i was like this is so fucking good when you add okay. that extra layer there was so much more depth i was going and, like, to make betrayal jokes about shipping the characters but like I did not. I did not know there was canonical facts out there. Yeah. Yes. No. They are the book. The whole reason Lestat chooses Louis is because he thinks he's so beautiful mm-hmm. and he wants to have him. Kind of like a bird in a cage kind of thing. Mm. That's what I've read in the article so far. Oh yeah. Which he's a very so, possessive character. He wanted to have sex with him and live the rest of his, you know, immortality with Louis. And Louis, 
obviously he started off he just had a wife when he was a human but when you're a vampire and you're you know you know you're gonna live forever why not try things because in the books it was saying that the vampires were not homophobic they weren't racist for some reason in the movie they kind of acted racist like they were referring to people as slaves but in the books the main character's black. Louis is black in the book. Really? Yeah. And Lestat's white. And he said, I don't care if you're black. And the whole point of the book is that Lestat's trying to show Louis that vampires aren't as bad as you think they are because they don't um, conform to gender norms. They don't conf- They don't care about oh. you know, homophobia. Like, they're not we need homophobic. to have a book club. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it, was See, like, it makes sense for them not to be racist or homophobic because like, they are living for eternity where like the human mind is only living for like at that time, like in the 1700s, so yeah. like what they were forty to like fight over so our then, differences so that we can gain. Well, power. not even that. Like think about how like the society grows. Like we're passing down, time. but like in the 1700s, you're passing down these racist tendencies to your kids, and your kids are taking like 50 percent of what you taught them and teaching it to their kids. Versus people who are living eternally, you're living forever, realizing actually, why don't I yeah, like you? They don't need the kids, yeah. and, and then like they don't have the short lifespan. They have so much time to really think about that shit. Again, with so the 90s too. Why couldn't we have a fucking black main character? Well, even like, worse. You know what? Even worse. Yeah. I mean that's a thing it's yes, in the 90s but the film also uh, took place in the 1700s so that the the like openness of the their their sexuality couldn't be because it existed yes. in the 1700s yeah. yes so what i'm saying is um if i would have known more about that at the beginning i already love the movie now i will rewatch the movie and i will have a completely different point of view now that i know these mm-hmm. things because at the end it was already confirmation even before i knew i was who- getting so confused towards the end of the movie that i was getting pissed off dude like i didn't know I this know. at all the story is so good, and I thought it was cool that Louis, after he became a vampire, started experience, experimenting with his sexuality, which is something he never would have been able to do, yeah. being mortal, and probably never would have known in his mortal life that he was bisexual, yeah. because he obviously mm-hmm. got with Lestat, and in the books is really into him, and Lestat's really into him, but then he falls in love with Claudia, and he the whole point is his relationship with Lestat is toxic and possessive, and his relationship with Claudia is very... okay. We'll get to the child part, all right? <laughs> yeah, but we'll get there. His relationship with Claudia has nothing to do with appearances or like um, uh, possessing each other. Like, if you notice the way they would yes. treat each other throughout the movie, they were very free and confident with one another. She was never telling him to do anything. She always accepted him for who he was. Never tried to change him. And Lestat was always like, "You're too sensitive." But then he liked that about him, so it was weird. Mm-hmm. He was like putting him down, but also everyone finding loves him because of the little ounce of human that yeah. he still had. In but him. when Lestat couldn't use that ounce of human yeah. for his own benefit, that's when he would attack him. And you can see him do that with Claudia when he's so um, outwardly pointed out that she had no endowments. Well, he's also like, bring that me started a girl with endowments you'll never have. Like he knows how to narcissistically hurt people mm-hmm. to get what he wants. And I did know, like that part of the movie where she started standing up like what do you think about that part because like he actually treated her like a doll until she called him out for it and then he started bullying her think about that he did he's treating claudia just as he's treating Lestat, but because he's a gay vampire from what i can tell i don't know if he ever has sex with women i'm sure the book could tell us more but i'm just gonna uh confirm right or not confirm but say that he's gay for now because that's what he was in the movie um if he's gay then he's not into women and so he treated Claudia as like a little doll, a little daughter, right? And the moment she couldn't give him the things he wanted from having a child, which is just to dress them up and make them a little prodigy, like he said, he had an issue with her. And both her and Louis recognized that, and they were like, we need to get rid of him and kill him. I think that Lestat was definitely worth killing. Mm-hmm. I think the vampires in general kind of have a point. I don't think humans should die now. I'm talking about this in a very fictional sense. But I think they had a really good point where they were like, humans are racist they are homophobic they don't let you live the way you want to live why does it matter if we kill them off little by little 
because they're mm-hmm. they're not emotionally very yeah. depth compared also, right for the characterization point picking piggybacking off of that like when they were killing that one girl on stage i'm not saying this is a correct point of view but it makes sense for how a vampire can rationalize it because they're like you can yeah, die at that's any more point so what i'm saying like, your life is so in- in- insignificant compared to what we can live what's it matter when you died whether and they're, you're and they're now so or later. There's so mm-hmm. many humans compared to vampires. Mm-hmm. I'm not condoning it, okay? But I can see what the vampires were thinking. Yes. But just because they think that way, I think Lestat was one of the worst vampires he came across. A very narcissistic one. One that used to, like, his powers for evil. And, and like, he was all like, I'm going to give you the choice. The choice my yeah, maker never gave me. <laughs> and he never, he didn't really give him a choice. He Like, he killed him. because he was he just was in love with him. him so much. He literally was like, I'll give you a choice. Uh, and AKA the choice is you either die right now or you drink my blood and become a vampire. Which one? Yeah, he's like, I'll give you the choice. And, and he was like, the choice? And he didn't even get to think. He bit him. He's yeah. dying. He's bleeding out. And he said, this is your choice that you get. Either you die or you turn into a vampire. And what other choice did Louis have, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, too, because he was a suicidal character before that moment that, like, I kind of maybe even, he was just like, what's there to yeah. lose? Like, um, it, it could have been a 50-50 decision. Like, mm-hmm. he, flip of the coin, would have killed himself or, like, let's fucking find out, like. Yeah. I really liked the film, since that's what Caitlin asked, and Kinsey just went on a rant. Well, she, she yeah, I was like, I was waiting for my input, and it wasn't happening. Ryan, <laughs> what did you think um, of the film? No, I'm just teasing you. Um, I liked it a lot. I was funny, because I was telling Kinsey every time, it's so interesting, every vampire film or media that exists, there's always like a twist on the lore of a vampire. Mm-hmm. Whether it's like Twilight with all their special powers, which they did. Sparkly I think they skin. Did ha- the sparkly skin, which I think they did have powers in this one. They did talk about mm-hmm. that. I but wish like, they did a little in more depth. They can't drink dead blood, which I Yeah, think that was interesting. interesting. The dead blood and like just seeing like them stick to the lore of like the sun, because a lot of vampires get rid of that. I think that's more modern, though, because it's just easier to get rid of it. Um, I thought it was it's easier for romances with humans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, we were looking for romance. My grandma said there was romance, and there wasn't the kind we thought there was. <laughs> Y'all gra- grandma um, watched it too. My grandma watched it. Yeah. Um, immediately we were watching it. I was glad because Brad Pitt is in it. Which and we asked her halfway. We said, "Is there romance?" And she went. Yeah. She, like, she likes watching. her silent answers, where she's like, mm. yeah. "She's seen it before." <laughs> yeah, she said she watched it when she was younger. Um, younger. <laughs> um, but obviously I was content with Brad Pitt being it. It was really weird seeing Tom Cruise with blonde, blonde hair. I didn't I like it. He did not look good. There was like one angle where he looked good. Yeah, it was one angle. <laughs> did you get like when he danced uh, with the corpse, the mom? Corp- no. Yeah, that was funny. Um, no, no, I didn't like I it, but it was it. funny. Um, I like that it took place. I don't know where the modern day was. They didn't date where like the beginning of the film started off, like the interview I part started. 1980 something. Okay. Uh, I do love that it was like a story of interviewing him, which I, th- which at the end was crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I like that it went all the way back to the 1700s. Like they could have gave it an earlier date, but I like that it was like this long endeavor of a story yeah. of him talking about like the struggles that it was to be a vampire that I think that mm-hmm. most people wouldn't actually say was a struggle. Yeah. I, I like the interview format too. Yeah. Um, when you hear the title, like you're like interview with a vampire could literally mean anything, but it's like a modern day interviewer who's yeah. like, tell I me about your life. That was a very interesting twist of how to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Brad Pitt looked amazing. We talked about him very much. They would oh show him in good lighting. We'd be god. like, Oh my God, Brad Pitt. And I was like, how did Brad Pitt and Angela Jolie end up together? How did mm-hmm. two fine people end up together? All my childhood, I would hear people say Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt out of all, uh, I always heard Orlando Bloom mm-hmm. and I always heard Brad Pitt. And sometimes I showed her, I showed her Leonardo DiCaprio. Pitt. Those are the three actors that I actually knew what their faces looked Besides like. Besides Orlando Bloom, I think all those people are canceled, kind of, in a way. 
I know, but what I'm saying is those are the only people from my childhood mind that I would hear about, and I didn't know what they looked like for a long time. Uh I didn't know until Lord of the Rings what Orlando Bloom looked like. Leonardo DiCaprio was the first one I got to know what he looked like because I watched Titanic. He's the last one. I don't know. He had a very generic face to me when I was a kid. No, I'm saying I watched Titanic first. That's why I got to know. Uh, I'm not saying he's the most popular. I'm saying in the order in which I got Mm -hmm. to experience what they looked like, it went Leonardo DiCaprio, Orlando Bloom, and then I knew what Brad Pitt looked like, but I never... I've never watched a movie where I connected that that was his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've seen his face. And then when you mentioned Troy, I was like, oh, that was Brad Pitt. So this was my first movie, watching a movie, knowing that the actor was the Brad Pitt. <laughs> and he, like, because, you know, I couldn't put the name with the face. And I thought he was so fucking attractive the entire movie. I literally was you like, liked he's that they all so had long hair, didn't you? Yes, and he has some plump lips. He's so nice beautiful. Yeah, even when they were trying to like pop that vein, that blue vein in their face to show that they're a vampire, like yeah, I didn't like that. They didn't need that touch, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't like that. There were sometimes I was like, Ugh. I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> people fuck up vampires more. They also had four fangs. Did you notice that? I did notice mm-hmm. that, um, and I knew you would. You fucking vampire. Girl. Well, so one of the reasons I like this film. Uh, shut up! Are you making fun of me stuttering? I said, nope. no wonder you just you're a wolf Kinsey. girl. Um, yeah, that was one of the reasons I fucking liked Twilight. <laughs> Uh, I was already a wolf go- girl from Twilight Princess. She said, they got they got wolves in this oh, movie. We got wolves and vampires in this movie. Hell yeah! But I can't not because um, I did that too. <laughs> Twilight, yeah. Everything, everybody. I'm sorry, I keep stuttering. Everybody has their take on vampires. Yeah. Um, and they're always different. And something I did like about this movie when I first watched it was, uh, it had the classic gothic horror esque to it, like the mm-hmm. way that they I dressed and the idea of bloodthirsty vampires. Because they were very extreme. I was like, I don't think I've seen a vampire film where they're that bloodthirsty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like um, in Magic the Gathering, I did want to mention this little pod, but um, there's two kinds of vampires notable to me when I'm playing the cards. Um, you have uh, five colors in Magic, the color black for the cards. Um, mm-hmm. The vampires are very elegant and luxurious and, uh, you know, bat-like. Oh, we're just Dracula, you know, whatever, float away. All of the red cards in Magic the Gathering that are vampires, they're very much bloodthirsty, crazy, like eyes glowing red, I'm going to kill you. They have blood dripping onto their like the beautiful black dresses. Ones kill you? Oh, they can kill you, but like I'm saying that they're not like hungry, thirsty for you kind mm-hmm. of thing. It's the artwork in the cards. So in the black cards it'll show like a vampire. You can tell he's a vampire, obviously, but he's just like you know Fancy. Yeah, yeah, just like floating around the sky like I'm a vampire. But like all the red cards, like I said, they have like blood dripping on their like beautiful Victorian dresses and going crazy. Like, mm. and yeah, this is I, one of those movies where it feels like that kind of vampire, like yes. crazy. I will say we already we mentioned for a second, but the whole not being able to drink dead blood, I felt like although that was such cool lore, love it, A plus. Mm-hmm. I actually I was just thinking about if I was a vampire in that world, how much that would suck because when you watch like Twilight, they'll suck something dry, they'll drink yeah. all of it. They That's don't why care. he was like at the stop before the heart stops. And I'm like. No wonder y'all would litter the ground with humans that night because you wouldn't be yeah. full yet, yeah. but you couldn't drink how much the dead blood, blood. I don't know. I don't know science people. Mm-hmm. Um, how much blood can you really? I don't think you can lose a lot of blood before your heart stops. I think it's like a pint, right? It's probably know. more than pint. Uh, we're idiots anyway. <laughs> I I know that when you give blood, you can only give so much. So like imagine like how much blood can you really give a person versus how much is actually in me before yeah. my heart stops. I know. So I I felt. That's why they go for the wrist and not for the vein. When I was just thinking of the lore while watching, I was like, "Damn, that sucks to deal with." No Mm -hmm. wonder they have to kill so many so often. How they how how we killing the rats? They be sucking the rats dry though. That bitch is dead, bro. I don't know. 
heart. I think they just bite hard. Every animal's heart works differently. So yeah, some like chicken with its head cut off. You know what I mean? But when he get the he took the blood out of the rat directly and drank it from the glass. I guess the rat was alive when he was squeezing it, so it's not dead blood yet. What I'm saying is every animal dies differently. We could be animals that just our heart stops quicker Mm -hmm. than others. But um, because we don't know for sure how long it takes a rat's heart to stop yeah. while they drink their blood, mm-hmm. that's why I'm like, well, it makes sense to me because I don't know the actual. Yeah, I think I, for a second I was just confused because it was out of the body, but I guess that makes sense because he still was alive when the blood was removed. How did you guys yeah. feel about watching them hunt and kind of play with their food vibes? You know what I mean? Like it was. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I literally was like, what? I love how in every. <laughs> well, no, I, not I look hilarious. I but like I told Kimsey, I was like, I love how vampires. Like one of the main story with vampires is always that they are this these seductive beings hypnotizing they can can, yeah hypnotizing persuade you to do anything and that that's how it was they were just playing with them in that sense it wasn't like they were like bullying them they were just like i'm here sometimes they did yeah but like when you're alive for hundreds of years (laughs) you you can just you can just look someone in the eye and be like come here and you get what you want you have to have fun after a while yeah i think i'm specifically like asking (laughs) the uncomfortable deaths like where (laughs) they knew they were going to die like you know what i mean because sometimes there was a couple of characters where they knew they were about to die, and are you talking about the girl that got her the titties juiced out? Yeah, the like, titty. yeah, and then like the one girl on stage, like she knew she was doing. Yeah, it. the um, girl and the girl with her titty uh, was more amusing just because they were literally fighting as the bitch was like screaming. Like I don't think I could have like been like empathetic for her because I was too busy watching our main characters go at it. I I felt differently watching it, but like I see where you're like watching the fight, not humorously for me, but it was just mm-hmm. kind of like. You could tell Lestat was just trying to use it as a power move. Yes. And that part was like kind of the, oh, that's why he's doing it. I was it. more wondering, like, is, is Louis going to give in? Because he was literally like, it's right there. She's right there. Just take it. And I was like, is he is he going to mm-hmm. do it? Um, I had a lo- love-hate relationship with it because like Mariah said, even from the beginning when before I knew anything was queer, um, and I still hate Lestat, whether he's gay or not, um, I had a big issue with Lestat with mm-hmm. how he really disregarded human life. You can say humans suck, but the fact that he didn't even feel bad when he'd kill anybody, yeah. um, it was hard for me to watch him kill people and literally not give a shit because you used to be a human. Like, I I don't know. You can't care at all. Secondly, I thought it was really hot how they'd kill people most of the time. So I had this, like, really, <laughs> like, uh, I was very confused at how I felt because when he would – Flirt with people. I mean, I didn't like Lestat as much as Louis, so I would imagine Louis did that to me, and I'd be like, bro, I'd fucking yeah. let him. Like, the one girl that they sat with at the table. At the beginning. It was right at the beginning. She had long, dark hair. She was black. It was curly. She was really cute, and she was all like, kiss me. Like, show me how deep your kiss is, Louis, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, she was having such a good time with them, you know, kissing her, but they didn't. she didn't know they were biting her because bitch must have had a high pain Hypnos- No, hypnotized. Oh, was she hypnotized? I think think? that vampires can hypnotize you. And, like, the only reason she snapped out of her hypnotized state is she saw the blood. Uh, like I think when they're getting that bit, one, it's like a at form. The beginning? Of did she see the blood? No, I don't no, think she ever blood. saw. Oh, I think she I'm mixing them later. up. Sorry. Yes, the one at the beginning, she didn't even know she was going to die. She mm-hmm. thought she was like euphoric, enjoying him bite, biting her throat. She didn't even know she was dying. I agree. With you. I think and it is a form of hypnotizing. And then she all of a sudden just like limped over. So she died. Oh, I do remember happily, I guess. But yeah, I what think I'm saying is the way they would kill. The oh, they were biting her finger. That's right. They were at that party. Yeah, he bit her finger, and Louis was on her neck. Yeah. Don't bite my finger. Um, bye bye neck i don't care but she was really liking it the whole time so like when they would do certain killings really seductively i was mm-hmm. like you know what 
it looks enjoyable to watch. But that scene when they killed, like, the old, when the old lady was there, like, how effortlessly he killed them. He was like, you dumbass eating the poodles and, like, snapped her neck, like, no hesitation. Not gonna like, lie, that was the one death that man, was kind of funny, but... Well, yeah, but just seeing how intense he was, you're like, wow, he is intense. But that's what I'm saying, like, the, you don't know how long he's been alive. You think after a hundred of years of doing that, you are desensitized to killing humans? Yeah, he, I, I know that it makes sense logically that he would be mm-hmm. desensitized, but being a human myself watching, it mm-hmm. really was hard yeah. to see how much he disregarded life. And I was like, Louis, I love you. I love that you care about not wanting to kill somebody. Like, that it means yeah. something to you, no matter how hungry you are, you Sorry, know? I should stretch my neck. Anyways, he was like, I could never be a vampire. I can't eat blood. That's what you said. <laughs> I, I literally said I could never be a vampire. I don't think I could eat blood for the rest mm-hmm. of my life. Something that, like, okay, this was another thing, and it's a question I had about the film, like a genuine one, mm-hmm. not like what you guys thought. Why did we have all these vampires that wanted to kill themselves but then just didn't step out in the sun? Like, if you didn't want to do which that. Which vampires that wanted to kill themselves? Louis, he was like, I don't want to do that. You said, you said a bunch of vampires. Yeah, okay, so he, I'm like, who else? I think it's the same thing. And like, then at think the end, about- he, uh, he wanted... Uh, Louis to end his suffering, but apparently that was supposed to be gay, I guess. Um, yeah. But like, I thought he was like, you want to kill him to kill you? I think Who it's the. Louis we'll to talk end about that suffering. part. Yeah, never mind. I think that the part you're talking I'm about, like, it's the same thing like with the outsiders when we were talking when Johnny was like, I actually don't want to die. Like, it's a fear of death still. And now that he's a vampire, it's even more fear of death. You're like, I don't oh, even girl. know what the fuck's happening. I, oh, so yeah. He had a whole identity crisis. Yeah, he's the not whole film. going. Even though he wanted yeah. to die, he never once killed himself, even in the in, when he was human. He didn't actually kill himself. He's like, I want to fucking die. Yeah, you can completely relate. Are you talking about Lestat wanting to die? No, she's talking about the Louis. end when Louis was like, release me. But we, he wasn't talking about death. He was like, release me from but there's our a, partnership. There's another vampire too, but I um, want to talk about it at the end because it happens at the end. So we'll just yeah. keep moving on. Sorry. I just was bringing it up because I'm like, why'd you become no, a No, I was just, I wanted the clarity of who was asking to die or of who was trying to kill themselves because I was getting confused. Oh, I didn't Louis. know what you guys were talking Louis. about. So it was always Louis. He yes. was the only one that wanted to die no. or at least be released. The one we're talking about right now is Louis, yes. She okay, said there's another said one. A, a bunch of other vampires, and I was like, "Who the fuck else?" Because I don't remember anybody else trying to kill themselves. He also, um, Armand was his name, uh, had brought up how he's the oldest living vampire because after a while, vampires are kind of like, "I'm a little sick of this," and that they do kill themselves. Yeah, he did say that. So I mean, I, but I'm just saying, I, I was confused because I was like, "Were there other characters that not ones that we?" heard about but when we actually know mm-hmm. that we're suicidal i think I armand confused. is one of them like he i think he's suicidal personally i know it just wasn't clear enough to me that's why i was asking my autism was going off okay i wasn't okay <laughs> are you okay now i'm okay now all right i just wanted to yeah, clarify I don't that think, you were wrong i don't think louis truly wanted to die i think that he was just like what's the point of living mm-hmm. like he was like i'm throwing away my money i'm hooking up with uh what is it whores i was like damn we just oh, throw that word around a human yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he and did so then when he got around. turned i think it was almost like he was like, what's happening? And then it's like even more of like a, do I really want to die? I don't even know what the hell's happening. Mm-hmm. I think that's always the question people are turning to vampires. They're like, do I go to hell now? Like, am I a demon forever? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so now we've kind of moved into the phase of the movie where uh, we introduced the little the girl. Yeah. Do you, want me, do you want me to start Kaylin hated it because Claudia was a child. Well, here's the thing. When I first watched it as a kid, I was like, okay, for the world you set up fictionally, that makes sense. And, oh, my gosh, she can't grow up. How sad. I could. And then it gets into the conversation of, okay, she is growing up here yeah. in the brain. Well, technically, but like, she never developed a frontal lobe. That's true. So. That's true. <laughs> but, but at the same time, imagine if you yeah. never developed a fl- yes. frontal lobe. You've lived hundreds of years. You'd yes. still probably be more mature than, like, maybe an 18-year-old. I think it was yeah. so, such a mess because clearly, what the fuck's his name, Lestat? did it as like almost like a trump card like Absolutely. I, i'm with you and like you turn someone 
or well, technically the stat turner, but he was telling Louie, like, you did this, you and this is, this is our child now. We are now responsible to take care of this girl that is a vampire now. Mm-hmm. And she was cool with the blood. She's like, yummy, yummy. Yeah, which was <laughs> wild. But like, she, she also doesn't have a, as much of a sense of morality in life yeah. as Louis yeah, would. As a kid, you like, she it said that she was turned at five years old. So... It, in the book, it says. Um, but shit. <laughs> she was clearly like... Oh, she looks like nine or... Yeah, nine or ten. Nine. nine. Um, but let's just refer to her as nine right now. Um, not that it makes it any better. I'm just saying. Because when I read the book and I was like five, I was like, damn. That's disgusting. But, um, okay. Listen, I, um, I will say for how they uh, produced the movie... I really appreciate that there were no inappropriate scenes between her mm-hmm. and Louis because that is a child actress. Do you know what I'm saying? No matter what the fucking vampire Even the kiss wasn't is, really shown. They could have not even actually kissed. Her hand was over their lips. Yeah, like I'm talking about for vampire lore, I get it. She's 35 years old at the time, and she actually is even older throughout as the longer we see the yeah. movies. Um, but because that is a child actress and in real life, even if vampires did exist, I'd be like, I'd still struggle with how are you attracted to that? How are you yeah. like, that's a child. You could be attracted to her personality, but wouldn't there be like a, yeah. like a line for you? We've Louis, had the conversation you? plenty of times before where we've talked about Genshin as well. It's just like why it's not ever okay. Or even yeah. in real life instances of real people who have mm-hmm. genetic, dis- uh, I don't know if the right words, disability or like, uh, Deform. I don't know if they oh, would call for it as a deformity, but you know what I'm saying. Just like different ways of developing that yes. refer that keep them looking very, very mm-hmm. young, and how like understandably that can be very hard to find romance because it's like you have a child body but an mm-hmm. adult mind. So it's like good luck finding someone who's attracted to children bodies that's not yeah. a pedophile. Which like it's a yeah. very weird conversation. Fictionally, I understand her character, and that's not the part that I guess I didn't like. I kind of just like watching it. When I saw the kiss, I didn't like the kiss at all. I was like, that didn't feel necessary to the story. Like, I was even fine with the coffin, like, with them sleeping together. It gave me Kinsey with her, you know, dad vibes where, like, uh, the picture of you crawling up on Mark and, like, sleeping yeah, on him. Yeah, they were romantic. Even then, they were romantically mm-hmm. involved. Do you think they were romantic? Yes. 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 So... I think, I think the problem was that there were times where she still act childlike. We talked about it. Like there were some times where she still yes. was like having these temper tantrums that a child would have. The lack because, of the frontal lobe really. Yeah, came even though she was still like aging, that she still very much was childlike at moments. That's why I'm like, if you wanted to sell it to me in a fictional universe, she should have been acting like very, very adult. And even then, I'd be like, but how are you still attracted to her if she looks like a child? Even if she acts 120 percent as an adult mm-hmm. in this fictional vampire world. I'm like, she still looks like a child at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that I thought their relationship, if you're talking about just the um, emotional maturity that they had between each other, obviously fictionally, guys, okay, um, was very cute. She loved him a lot more than Lestat loved mm-hmm. Louis. She loved him for who he was, mm-hmm. and she never tried to make him be somebody that he wasn't. Yeah, she was like, I'm bloodthirsty, but you don't have to be, and that's okay. She's like, I love you for who you are, 100 Keeping your rats. <laughs> Keeping your rats, girly pop. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really sweet. I honestly wish they would have never made her a child and just made her like an adult in this book or in this universe. Yeah, because it's like it would have been very sweet just to not have to deal with that aspect. Their vampire lore mm-hmm. with turning someone requires your mortal body to die and then, you know, which technically that is vampire, not alive yep. anymore. But like they really focused on the turning part of, oh, she's dying. She's dead. Now she's a vampire. Like they really focused on that part because now they're like, since her child body died, it can't grow up. But I'm just kind of like, Renee Smith gets to grow up. Why Why are we... She's not a full vampire, though. That's true. 
Yeah, so it's it's hard because I'm like, all right, y'all found her when her mother was dead, a corpse. Um, is this girl? Does she have the disease? Because we didn't really get to hear. You know, that. when I was a kid, so, I thought she was dying. Like I don't know the way I remember. I thought the, the black plague was very <laughs> contagious. Yeah, so I was like, does she have it? And she just hasn't gotten the symptoms yet. If or she is had she just it, an orphan, and you could have let her alone. Yeah, let her grow up, then turn her. Like, well, the problem wasn't even that. The problem was that Louis damn near killed her, and that's why Lestat did that. No, but what I'm saying is. Louis went in, he went to the plague mm-hmm. to find somebody who was already dying. Yeah, he did. So uh, that meat, that, to feel better, guys, he was getting tired mm-hmm. of eating rats. He's like, I literally need to eat somebody, but I don't want to feel bad about it. So he's like, let me eat somebody who is about yeah. to die. So he comes across her because the mother's already dead as fuck and he can't drink that blood. But we don't know if she was dying or if she already had the plague. Cause I don't think Louis is, knew either. I think Louis just happened. She like ran up to him and Louis was so bloodthirsty that he was like, I think yeah. the book could tell us yeah, if we read it. Yeah, the book might get more information, but, but the, in the movie, movie did they didn't. not. I think Louis was just tempted because of how close she had gotten to him. All of a sudden, he was like, fuck, I already just, just drank some blood, really thirsty, and this little girl, her neck is in my face. It's in my face, and I'm hungry. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a very weird, like, concept. I feel like we're all on the same page about it, but, like, to continue on with, like, the, like, story of it, like, what did you guys think about their, like, whole identity crisis? They're like, we need to go fucking... Oh, yeah, I mean, obviously he hated that she was a child, but I think that seeing that, like, we talked about the, like, how Lestat kept them so locked up in, in this cage, to see them both realize, like, actually, I don't like the way he portrays me. She's like, I'm not a doll. And Louis's like, I don't want to be this killer. Why does Lestat force these identities on us in his own controlling way? You know how I mentioned the bird scene where they let the birds yeah. out? That was after they left Lestat, so I it actually was de- think it was that was it. symbolism. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Was that talking. symbolism was supposed to... Uh, mean them being free of him yeah. because it was two birds in a cage. So like mm-hmm. he was. The they were like, "Go set him free!" And then the statue showed up, and they were like, "Shit, keep the birds." <laughs> what did you guys think when he came back? Was oh my that god, freaky! I was honestly not. I wasn't. I wasn't as surprised because I was like, "There's no way that's like it's that easy to kill him." We didn't know the true vampire rules, so we were asking. I just assumed fire. Why don't burn him? Yeah, what I'm saying, burning is like in yes. every lore. So I was kind of like, I guess that's I said I saw the blood. She's in like, the water? she's like the swamp. We we were straight up saying Brian and I. We were like. We're kind of worried because can he really die if they don't burn him? But we don't know the true rules of the vampire world in there. that universe. Yeah. So we're like, maybe, maybe. And to be fair, they didn't either because Lestat gave them no information. Yes. And he probably did that for a power thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he came back and he was gross looking <laughs> and they caught him on fire and he was crawling on the ceiling. And <laughs> it was really funny to watch. Sorry. I, I liked um, the part like eerily. I liked it when he was playing the piano and the thing was in his face yeah. and you couldn't see him all the way. You were like, yeah, I would say the cinematography was pretty good. Um, but then, yeah, they killed him. They leave again. And then that's when they run into, by going to Paris, the group of the Voltaire. Yeah, they went like everywhere. The Voltaire. That's, that's what, what I, I referred to them as. I was like, I think Twilight got their lore from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they traveled like everywhere. He was like, we traveled to every country and we couldn't find anything. So I thought I'd go back to the home of where he knew was the origin of vampires. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. was Paris. He said he'd always wanted to go to Paris, yeah. though, in general. Because it was also technically like culturally where new orleans um, was kind of founded yeah in, that's like, actually that's why i thought mariah i didn't think he did it because that's where vampires are mm-hmm. from he said new orleans is from paris like, mm-hmm. like a lot of the cultures from paris obviously add in the southern shit that they ran into yeah. when they got there but you know mm-hmm. oh so, yeah it's literally a whole mix um I so we already kind of talked about a little bit. If you want to talk about it more, you can. But I'm going to talk about this one point that I thought was interesting, was that Armand, as we know, yeah. is gay for Louis. He wants him really bad, 
And I found it very interesting that Armand is the leader of all these fuckers and didn't have one fucking hold on any of them. And I was telling Mariah that I felt like it was staged so that they could take Claudia away from Louis so that Armand could steal Louis away while looking... While looking like his savior. Like, I got you out of this coffin that they put you in. Mm-hmm. I, we ran out of time. Claudia's dead. Whoopsies. Um, and you probably need a lifelong partner, and I'll take care of you. Like, And then mm-hmm. Louis straight up went up to him and was like, All said seductive. to his face, he was like, you were their leader. You could have made sure Claudia was okay. Mm-hmm. I know why you did this. You want me. And he got all close to me. He's like, and maybe I would have been intrigued too. But you took Claudia away from me, and he said, "Fuck off." Yeah, he literally said something on the lines of like, "And if I wanted you, I could, but I don't." I completely I misunderstood that scene. Are you serious, uh-huh. Kaylin? Armand set all that up. No, here's the thing. I. Oh God, you yes. guys are making the plot make sense. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> okay, going back to just that one scene, I thought he Armand wanted Louis to kill him. That's what I thought. No, he wanted his no. ass. Armand wanted Maybe to Maybe you're getting confused because there was a second where I got him confused with the other old ass guy with the long black hair. There's two guys. There's Armand. No, the long I'm talking about. Hair. I know Armand. Uh. And then there's the weird guy that I'm was not on stage. No, not mixed. Hold on. His shoulder length hair, but it was like gray, peppery black. Because he threatened right? Louis at one point about about the Lestat mm-hmm. part. He was like, it was the last Lestat? scene with Armand and him, and they were like, oh, this she's close talking to about the almost kissing scene. Yeah. 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 How did you get that confused? Because he kept saying like, um, they used the the word end me. What'd you say? They used the word end me. Oh. He's like, you wanted me to end you. Like, you know, or like something like that. You wanted to use me to end. I, it could have been your suffering. I don't know. Like, maybe it was the way it was worded. I was like, he wants no, to kill he him. Said you wanted to use me because you're suffering and that I'm the only light that you can look for. Because they see Louis as this light of because he still whole, has humanity. Yes, the whole symbolism is that besides the fact that Louis is a hot fucking bitch. Yeah. They all find him attractive. Every vampire finds him attractive because he holds that essence of humanity within him. That is almost mm-hmm. like, think about like a wine you never get to taste. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's why Lestat liked him. That's why Armand liked him. And he said, you want to use me because you are so depressed being the oldest vampire that you've never experienced anything different. And I'm like mm-hmm. this, you know, piece of meat like wiggling in front of you. And he's like, and I could have you if I wanted to, but I'm not because I don't want yeah. fucking shit to do with you. You just killed the love of my life because mm-hmm. he was in love with Claudia more than he ever was with Lestat. Mm-hmm. It was Armand know, just wanted something different. He was like, I've been with vampire after vampire after vampire for the last 400 years. But you, you different. Like, and he, I like was, that. he was getting excited yeah. around Louis. And that's why he, like, rubbed his nose on him. Was they were like, all, like, I was like, provocative. kiss, kiss. I wanted them simply to kiss because just Louis pe- had so much riz. Yeah. In yeah. that moment, his riz was un- impeccable. Literally, Louis but I didn't, been like, I didn't really like, like Armand, though. Uh, yeah, Armand was pussy for that. that. Armand <laughs> was, like, so thirsty, willing to kill his. Lifelong whole, partner, whole, well, his lifelong partner, but he killed his whole crew too. He said, "You know what? Oh yeah, no, he sacrificed his entire crew just to look good in front mm-hmm. of Louis to maybe seduce him to stay with him." And Louis said, "I know why you let." Because remember, He's Armand said, "Well, they're walking in. This is before they start flirting." And Louis's like, "You knew what I was gonna do. You knew I was gonna kill everybody. Why, why didn't, didn't you warn, warn them? them?" And he was like, "They knew what had they had coming towards them. Like they shouldn't have fucked with you." And he's like. No. He's also like, I showed and up for you, didn't I? Yes, yes. So then he started breaking it down to him before he was flirting with him. He's like, I know why you did this. I know why you killed Claudia. I know why you didn't tell them. I'm not fucking stupid. And then he flirted with him, and he's like, fuck you, and left. Mm-hmm. That's cooler. Okay. It, it I, I, I know. My I want you to like, rewatch the, the scene now. Like, no, no. The whole I'll second half, 
because I was like, okay, cool. I vampire identity crisis, cool. And they're studying and traveling countries. And then when they got to that whole place, I was just like, what is going on? Kaylin Why is Armand like? Uh, yeah, I was joking in my brain. I was like, haha, this was made in the nineties. No way, this could be gay. I can't wait to joke. Yeah, if, if that like, was made modern day, it would be very much notable that they were gay. Yeah, yeah. like I think they that, were just like heavy on the implying. Yeah, maybe mm. if it wasn't so implied, it would it would have been clear. Because then I was I like. Agree. I was going to come to you guys and literally be like, hey, when I was a kid, I didn't know what the plot was because I was a kid, but now I'm an adult. I don't know what the plot is still. We're like- pulling up the scene after this mm-hmm. just so you can rewatch and mm-hmm. see what he says because Ryan and I were literally sitting there edge of our seats like mm-hmm. wondering what was going to happen. Holy like- shit. I didn't think he was going to kiss him because I could tell he was pissed at him, but I was just like, whoa, he really caught mm-hmm. that man and then chose not to hurt him. He yeah. was just like, fuck you. I want you to suffer even longer. Literally, he was sitting there and our mom was like, yes, yes. Yes, and he was like, <gasps> Armand looked like he was about to nut, dude. Yeah. Like jizz, like everywhere. It was crazy. <laughs> um, but also, last thing I wanted to mention. Um, well, I guess there's two more, so this is second to last. I think they called killed Claudia uh, quite brutally. Uh, they didn't even like mm-hmm. make Louis almost save her, where he opens the door and then the sunlight was on her too long, and she then. Did you like his acting when he opened the door and saw Claudia? He literally was like. <gasps> He yeah, he hit the wall. Against the wall so bad. bad. Colin bad. actually, he was saying that that scene was like really good, and the way that they did the ash too was like oh, yeah. really good. Oh, I don't think it was bad. I just felt so sad because mm-hmm. I was like, he didn't even get to like be there minutes before she got hit by a son. Like she was just already to mm-hmm. ash before he even opened the door. Yeah, you know? every character they killed off, like obviously the stat wasn't dead, but at the time we thought he was dead. Everybody they killed off, it was so br- brutally. Like, you didn't even have time to, like, mm-hmm. realize That woman didn't get to be a vampire yeah. for more than a night. And, like, honestly, I support yeah. it because a lot of shows and movies, like, are so scared to kill off people that feel so important or they do in this, like, whole dramatic way. And, like, mm-hmm. I felt yeah. like, oh, shit. And also, in a way, here's the thing. Did they love each other? Yes. And was he sad that she was dead? Yes. But I also... What? Are you about to disrespect my girl, Claudia? Mm-hmm. What are you about to say? I'm going to say that, like... It's a very sad, immortal life to be a child your whole life. And here's the thing. She killed that she woman was because happy she wanted to be Louis. like that woman. Remember, she, she killed the lady because she was like, why can't I look like this corpse on my bed with boobs? But Kaylin, a I lot of think, humans I don't died. think she deserved to die. I think she loved Louis. They've killed a lot of humans. What do you, what do you mean, Kaylin? I'm saying that like all vampires... like. But You're saying she deserves okay. to burn no, to death just because she They lived hundreds of years. How sad is it to live hundreds of years like that? When these other hu- she's arguing that humans only get to live so long, that's her argument. Well, also I don't give that fuck. there's not that many vampires. It's just how it works. <laughs> that's also vampires get. Have- we don't know how many vampires there are in the world. They were insinuating that also quarantine for a vampire so is not that long. When you kill one, it's a crime. Gotcha. That like the, like uh not Armand the other guy mm-hmm. the pepper hair he's like there's not many of us so when you kill one that's like killing like an endangered fucking bee. Uh. Like he didn't say that but I'm saying he didn't say the bee part mm-hmm. but like he was like it's really bad you should not be doing that. And he was like, well, don't read my mind. He was like, well, I didn't don't kill read. it. So yeah, he's like, I didn't kill whoever the fuck you're talking about. Like, <laughs> the stats name. So what I'm saying is I don't care if you think that vampires, oh, they get to live so long. It's not fair if humans don't get to live that long. That's the rule. Vampires get to live long. So what? The That's point. The rule. Hold on. The That's point. the rule. They get to live long. So you're going to tell me that just because. more worried. Because he's more attached to the romance part. Than hold on. Anything. Hold on. My point as well, which. This is where we love Louis because he has this ounce of humanity. The ounce of humanity he has is he knows being a vampire is wrong and evil and killing people is wrong and evil. So with that said, I'm not saying, oh, they deserved to die. But I'm saying that, like, 
that little girl killed lots more people than like her one life was you mm-hmm. know what i mean like okay if you want to bring up the fact of how many people she killed yeah but vampires have to kill people to eat dog like <laughs> what do you want me to say <laughs> like then kill all of them they all have killed hundreds not, and thousands of people i'm saying that like you can't know what i'm, I'm not saying sad is you that's the issue the issue is, Kaylin, is that you, in this fantasy world, and I'm not talking about in reality, mm-hmm. I'm talking about in this fantasy world, you can't compare how many lives Claudia took when that's, she needed to them to survive. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. needed to drink that blood or eat rodents, okay? And she was going to kill some life, whether it was a rodent or a human, okay? Mm-hmm. You can't say, oh, because she killed thousands of people to eat that her one life mm-hmm. m- basically meant nothing since she killed thousands. That's like a vegetarian just, coming out and yelling at you for eating meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know what, Kaylin? You've killed so many cows. How rude you, of you deserve to die. No, and I, I get only that. ate plants. Like it's the it's, fuck. But she used to be human as well. Here's the thing. I was just saying she's she an immortal care. child. Vegetarians like, used to be uh, eating meat too. If mm-hmm. I was turned into a vampire as a child, and then like let's say I was 35, I was like, damn, no titties. I'd go step into the sun. <laughs> but she that's a sad to. life. Just because you think it's a sad life and she's had a sad life doesn't mean she wanted to die. Mm-hmm. You're basically forcing the suicide on her, where you're like. Well, if I was sad that I didn't have titties, I would just maybe, choose to die too. Maybe the thought but she of her obviously didn't want to die. Maybe the thought of her character, like just in general, is uncomfortable that I'm like, okay, now there's not a child vampire. That's good to know. I think that's what it is. And you know what? Well, she can't help that. She she can't so help we actually that. have a gripe with the fact that she was a child vampire and that was against the law. Mm-hmm. Um, in that same scene, they were literally had a child they fed off of. Yes, oh, and yeah, that was fun. they would eat whole families of babies and children. Yeah, that was like, do you remember when Lestat? Baby? Remember when Lestat, Louis, and Claudia yeah. invited that family over, and there was a straight-up newborn, a two-year-old, and like some other children, and then the family. They ate all of them, like as in they drank all their blood. How much blood you get so from that like, six-month-old? That's when we were that watching weird. the movie, and the whole Volteri group of people tried <laughs> saying. You should never made her a child. You should never done that. I was like, bull fucking shit, because y'all be eating y'all children. Y'all nipping this little child over here. Well, I still can see the only argument I'll get them is that a child vampire is, in theory, easier for them to get discovered. Yeah, because but if it, children if, age faster than adults. I, I would just my main concern though is you saw you go or sorry you watch Claudia go through this whole um uh, what's the word dysmorphia. On the fact that she will never get to grow up. She will be stuck in this child body yeah. forever. While, even though she doesn't have a frontal lobe, I, she matures more than any she fucking does, yeah. 10-year-old will ever. She's at least 21. Yeah. In her mind. Yeah. In her mind. And she just has temper tantrums. Like, that's literally it. Just shorter, you know, fuse. But um, I'm saying that, like, that's why you shouldn't turn mm-hmm. a kid into a vampire. Oh, yeah. I'm not disagreeing with that. I was just saying that it was just funny. I just that, don't think that, that, was that it was deserving reason. of death considering they already killed children. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if they wanted to mm-hmm. punish him, they could have, like, you know, whipped him, put him on a cross for a couple of days, and then took him down or some shit. I'm just saying, like, like maybe I'm putting you in a coffin for eternity. Maybe s- made yeah. him suffer a little bit, but I just don't think it makes sense that you're going to reprimand him by killing her when she obviously doesn't want to die. Out of all the stuff you said, first of all, he didn't even do it. Lestat did. Before you just Lestat said, did. Before you just said that, out of all the stuff you said, I was going to say the one thing you sold me about is the fact that she didn't want to die. She's like, this sucks, but you know what? This is my fucking life. I'm a vampire kid. Like. She didn't want to die. She was just like, this is what it is. She was a depressed Why one. didn't they hide under their skirt? Kinsey said the same thing. I thought thing. the same thing. I literally said, take your dress off and hide under I bet you it wouldn't matter. Because then if that was the Beauty case, theories. vampires would go out in the sun in clothes. Oh, well, fully I covered. I feel like they should have covered the covered I, Yeah, I'm section. just saying, I don't, I don't know how. I would have liked to know. I don't know the sure. lore. Maybe the heat's the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really know. 
like the podcast because when we get into depth about this, I learn more plot than I yeah. ever was. I, we on my own. sat there because you were texting us last Saying night how you didn't like and it. you how you didn't like it. I was like, she doesn't. I and I was like, I'll like explain it. it. And you were like, I'm good. <laughs> I, was and I was like, this is such a good movie. Like, I was like, can we do Twilight instead? I was so in love with it. I loved Louis's character. Oh yeah, um, we didn't get, yeah. we didn't even touch on when Lestat came back at the end. Oh, I was That's about to. I, oh, I, I was wrapping oh, okay, about. Okay. Oh wait, but I was going. You know why I remember to do this part because I wanted to ask you guys, what the fuck was that helicopter for a second there? Um, yeah, that was kind of confusing. He was like, the search, the search lights are back, and I was like, what are they fucking searching for? And then it goes away. But uh, they they did smell like dead rodents, and there was like a dead body somewhere. Maybe the search were looking for whatever. But was he said the killing. death was so old that mortals wouldn't have been able. Yeah, to but smell there was it. a camera scene where they showed a dead body in the grave. Really? I'm pretty sure. Maybe I was seeing things. Whatever it is. I don't know what the point of the searchlight was, but also I don't know what was happening in that modern time in that world. Maybe somebody was missing mm-hmm. and they were just looking for the missing person and Lestat just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's not like the helicopter saw him because they didn't come after him. So overall with the ending, I want to hear what each one of you guys think. I thought, one, I thought it was, Louis was just trying to break up with Lestat. He was like, I, he, I think he was genuinely saying, yes. I don't want to be with you. I, I've seen you trying to come to life. Good for you, but I want nothing to do with you. I just want to go live my own life. And Lestat being the cage, the symbolism of the cage, he's relentlessly going to be after him until, you know, Louis can someday, like, get rid of him. Yeah, Number you even two, mentioned earlier he was like, he was like, free me. Like, let me go. Let this yes. end. Number two, in his interview with the human being, I think that Louis should have went and killed himself afterwards. I think that should have been his confession. I think he should have let the sun burn his ass alive. Um, yeah. But Mariah and I did state that in this alternate universe, um, you know, this vampire one, that he said he wants to be free of Lestat and, like, kind of, like, their way of living and just, like, live the rest of his life. So if there was a chance for him to work on his vampire depression and be happy about living, then I'd let the man live. But depending on how much we know he's depressed and if he's even capable of, you know, l- releasing kind of, like, that regret and losing Claudia and losing tons of people he loved you know what i'm saying then i'd say just go kill yourself i mean they didn't like really as a tell vampire us. they didn't tell us so i think it's supposed to be an open ending maybe he did because it did kind of feel like the point of the interview was to a confession it felt like that 100 percent. Like so go maybe in this like open ending world his intentions is to kill himself we'll have to read the book because we will yeah the so, book might yeah. have more the book might maybe insinuate more or of a get suicide more or something yeah towards the end because I can't imagine Louis choosing to continue living his life knowing that Lestat's after him. Mm-hmm. When, first of all, he doesn't even want to live as a yeah, vampire. Yeah, why didn't Lestat die? Why didn't he die? Yeah. I don't understand. He was literally burned. He maybe, was literally burned. Maybe what happened is that Louis and Claudia, because obviously I'm sure the book talks about it. Maybe him and Claudia got out and then Lestat managed to put the fire out on him. I don't fucking know. I, I'm confused. I, okay, well, also, when he was burning the vampires, the Voltari... He was also chopping them, so there's that. So maybe he didn't chop all of them. There were hundreds there. Yeah, well, some he of them he, he might have checked. Like, okay, those those ones burn. You chop. Like, I don't yeah, know. Well, but hold on, uh, just real quick. Okay, he held withheld information about vampires. I'm sure Lestat knew a lot more. Yeah. That he didn't even say necessarily what dead blood does. He it apparently doesn't kill vampires, but it wasn't very good um i think it's like a poison it probably doesn't kill kill as long as they get blood to it probably to just really it. fucks you up for it's a couple like hundred drink, years if like, you drink poison right now we'd have to flush out of your system i think it's probably the yeah. same yeah so i bet that like he withheld information that made it hard to kill him like on purpose so that's why he keeps coming back bro and then 
Did you notice that when he was kind of, you know, gross and old looking, when he ransacked that man's car, he just took a little hit and he was already young again? So we don't know that maybe that poison, the, the dead blood that he drank, could have maybe just made him really sick until he was able to That's come what I across think it was. That's an, what I'm saying. Flush a, a source it out. of blood again that would flush it out. I'm just confused. That, that part confused me, too, because I'm like, you're telling me in all that time, your little creepy ass that can sneak into cars quietly enough you couldn't mm. have snuck up on someone well, and drink about, their he blood was so weak in the thing already he had like a slice because they sliced him somewhere right yeah they, just they did that he was so weak and he was surviving off of vampire blood which is not human blood and he was trying to get himself out of a lake in the middle of nowhere with the weakness he ate and the, the alligator no i'm talking yeah. about like okay because we had a huge time jump from like that time period in paris all the way oh, to the 80s. About the end. Yeah, I, I, I mean, mean, I don't know. Referring to I when agree. you look young. Yeah, I agree. I don't know what he's doing. It could have been a lack or will to li- of live to live. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe he didn't know during if that Louis time, was alive. He didn't know where Louis was. Oh, maybe Louis seeing him was like a kick in the butt. Like, all right. I think it was. Yeah, I think so too. I think he That's literally believable. saw him was like. Shit, hold on. Well, Louis was in Paris, and Lestat was still in America. Yeah. So then when he had returned, he was like, oh, shit, my love's still alive. He mm-hmm. literally, if you think about it, that man got his ass up and figured out how to go mm. find Louis. Like, he didn't, again, he didn't want to die. He was just depressed being a vampire eating rats because he was like, what's the point to live? I don't even know if Louis is alive. Where yeah. Is that? And then he saw Louis, and he was like, I gotta get my man. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go get some ass. Well, I'm really happy, you guys. Uh, Wait, how did you feel about the man, the interviewer, wanting to be a vampire? I was pissed off as much He's as you guys. Him. I was he like, was a dumbass. Did you? I was like, did you, you listen? Listening? Did you listen? He's like, that's a cool power. That's literally what I said before Louis said. It. I was like, I think the writers were really stupid for that. I think they should have had our interviewer be like, that was so profound. Thank well, you. The interviewer was like, oh, so you need a companion is what I'm hearing. Go I, ahead. Take me. And no, I was like, but I hate that the writers wrote that. I wish the writers would have wrote like, I'm so sorry you went through that. You're so profound. Thank you for that story. I'm going to leave before you kill me. Like, I would have been more scared than intrigued. Can I leave? Uh, or are you going to eat me? Mm-hmm. But instead, the fucking like, 13-year-old ass boy answer I got, uh-huh. which was, can I have your power? I'll be your companion. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my You're face. You're right. It would have been nicer just to hear him say, like, I really appreciate the interview. Can I leave? Also, leave? imagine how, because here's the thing. When he got got by Lestat, I was like, that's what your ass get. That's I what know. your ass get. I didn't even feel bad. But if Lestat you would have given him. me that, I would have been like, oh, no. Like, if you, like, you know what? That, you know, you wouldn't think an immortal life would be that painful. And then he leaves and then he's like, oh, fuck, I'm immortal. Like, yeah. I like when this dad was playing the video and he was like, I had to hear that bitch whine for four That was years. fucking that was funny. funny as shit. Uh huh. That was. And he's listening funny. to it as if he's listening to rock music. Mm-hmm. And Lestat, uh, Louis, Louis is literally like, "My life as a vampire was so sad." And he's like rocking out, and he's like, "Gonna go get my man." No, he pulled ass. it out and then put on a track. Yeah. Are you he sure? He yeah, did. he yanked it out. He said, "Oh wait, he did." Uh, I've been I listening also- to four hundred years. Yeek. I love how Lestat Me. never changed his clothes. I was like, damn, he's still in those fluffy-ass shirts. I know! He was still wearing the frilly... That goes to show how depressed he was. He just literally, like, rocked it out, like, as a rock. Yeah. Um. At one point, Kinsey said, all men should have to wear those shirts. I said... Bring legally, it back. I said, legally, all men should have to wear those short mm-hmm. shirts every day. Bring it back. Mm-hmm. That Raul fucking phantom uh, shirt. Listen, <laughs> even before this movie, I have said that men should wear those shirts... That yeah. men should wear those shirts because of Phantom of the Opera and how good mm-hmm. they fucking look in they them. They do. Like, come on. Just do something for the female gaze for once. Be a little slutty. Come on. <laughs> I'm um, so tired. I, I'm surprised you guys liked it because when I watched it and missed all that fucking plot, like, not just the gay part, but I'm physically, I was like, what, what is happening towards the end? And then when it, they lost me, I was like, damn, I don't like it no more. I will <laughs> be watching you guys brought it, me back. I will be watching it again and we will rewatch it all together. 
and you will understand the parts as we go So along. the part where I say, say, would you guys share this with someone else? You'd be like, yeah, bitch, you again, because you completely <laughs> missed your yeah, own movie. You missed your own fucking movie. <laughs> and when we were watching it last night at the end, and we were talking about how you didn't understand it, I was like, if Kaylin understood this movie, I know she'd like it. Yeah. If she liked Phantom of the Opera, she would like this one. Yep. I think it's funny, too, how I liked it as a kid, purely because it was vampires and tits, because I didn't understand the plot then either. I was like low-key offended when I was like, Caitlin, just let us explain it. And you were like, uh, it's, I'm cool. Thanks, bud. And I was like, no. I texted her and I said, I, no, it's literally not bad. I love it. And she was like, you're lying. Stop lying. You're lying. And I'm yeah. like, no, it's so good. Oh, my God. You I, were like, I think I understood it. No, I'm good. And I was like, just let me explain it, please. I know you will like this. Well, after hearing a bit more, I, I'm intrigued about the book, honestly. I'm, totally like, I'm going to read that should, fucking the book. The book's only $8. We should get it and have a book club. We'll have an interview with a vampire part two. Oh, my gosh. Like, where we'll God. talk about the book. And, and he's black. He's black. Yeah. Like, bring in the stats Which is also makes, it makes the story a little more interesting because it starts in the 1700s. It does. So what is Louis' real story? Because there's no way he was a master in the 1700s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that part? <laughs> we didn't talk about that. Oh, oh, we started I mean, off. I said, "Oh, so they're calling the right? second." The second the film started, and they told me, "I'm not kidding." Any movie I watch, and they tell me that it takes place before the 1900s, I'm like, "Okay, so there's going to be some sort of slave representation in this film." Every or, time, or uh, but like when they were burning down the plantation, I was like, "Yeah, I'm right." We're oh, and then the, 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 the house slave. I looked at Kinsey. I was like, "She's a house slave because she's lighter than the other one." <gasps> I knew you were gonna say she said that. I knew you were and I was like, "Damn, right, you're right." I knew you were like, "Holy shit." Um, she came in looking fine. She did look really fine, though. Fucking Twilight, g- uh, fucking Edward's brother. What's his name? The Jasper. one who was in the Jasper. As- yeah, Jasper in the conservative yeah, that, that was army. Crazy. He's like, I was in the. Con- you know, <laughs> the- Why did you do that so good? <laughs> Kale. Kale. I was in the. <laughs> I can't think of the fucking name. The Listen, I loved Jasper though. I thought he was so cute. He's what? my favorite. One more time, guys. Oh, no, what's my list, I'm, buddy? I'm trying to pull it up. All right, once more. Would you guys share this movie? I would share. You I thought we were done. Um, I would share this movie, especially with people who like Phantom of the Opera or anything Victorian esque looking. You mm. know, I did like ro- the thing. Uh, you know, Frenchy. You know, vampire. I love it. Um, I would definitely share this movie with people. Uh, I don't know if people would appreciate it all the time, but I would definitely share it with others. Yeah, it's it's a kid-friendly movie. Uh, yeah, totally uh, perfect for 13-year-olds if <laughs> that's what you're down for. Uh, Caitlin watched it when she was 13. She turned, I turned out, out fine. fine. She turned out, turned out just fine. Just <laughs> a little gay. Whoops. I'm kidding. Yeah, they were right. Whatever they put in the water is turning these frogs gay. <laughs> anyway. Um, Ask Kinsey what she's wearing. Kinsey. It's your turn, girl. What's what you sharing? What am I sharing next week? Why are you mm. saying it so unconfidently? <laughs> because I actually haven't decided. You're picking right now? I always do. I like to do it that way. <laughs> I want to share Adventure Time next week to lighten up this somber mood. How much yeah, are we, we watched watching, like bro? two kids die <gasps> twice in a row. Um, Adventure Time episodes are really short. They're like... 13 minutes can we watch jake something the, when he when he turns with the hot dog nights please that one i put on the I list will... we'll get back to you but we are watching adventure time next week yeah. due to kinsey so we will be Woo! doing adventure time jake well jake jake talk to you jake, guys next jake, week jake jake snacks snacks <laughs> snacks <laughs>